What up, what up, what up? And so we're back. Um, lot going on, lot going on, lot going on. Um, let's see, where should I start off today? Um, oh, something to know. Um, We have our website up. <clears throat> um, VU Flix is what it's called. Um, that's where we're going to be posting some of our shows. So if y'all want to check that out. the um, My book's still coming. So y'all be looking out for that. Um, it be pretty cool. This one's going to be about tech. But I also got um, a kid's book coming also. Um I'm going to try to have the books out by December. Uh, the first episode is still dropping uh, soon. Let's get into the news. So, if you didn't know, Gavin Newsom had gave back some, some land. Uh, Bruce's Beach. He gave it back to a black family. So I think um, Gavin Newsom is actually getting ready to run for president, I think. And that's what this show is about, right? Who is running for president after Biden? I doubt if any Democrat actually challenges him uh, in 2024, I think. Yeah, 2024. Um, so who is running for president? And Gavin Newsom is doing some things that would make you think that he's running for president. And so he gave back the descendants of a black family in a landmark move that signed, was signed by Newsom. Which is something that the Democrats don't do. They don't actually... Uh, give stuff back to black people that was stolen from them, right? 
Um, and there's been so much stolen from black people. You can think about all the different lands and cities that's been destroyed. Um, black Wall Street, right? I talk about Black Wall Street in my book. And basically what happened was it looked like a lot of uh, basically a lot of white people got mad and jealous and destroyed black people's city. Uh, black Wall Street. And it was supposedly over a white girl, basically. So that's what happened to Black Wall Street. There's been other cities also that have been destroyed. Just something to keep in mind. But I'm going to read this article, right? Or some of it um, from LA Times. In a history-making move celebrated by reparations advocates and social justice leaders across California, Governor Galvin Newsom has authorized the return of property known as Bruce's Beach to the descendants of a black couple that had been run out of Manhattan Beach almost a century ago. The bill is uh, Senate Bill 796. It signed into law Thursday by Newsom before an excited crowd that had gathered on a property confirms that the city's taken of his of this shorefront land on which the Bruces ran a thriving resort for black beachgoers and was racially motivated and done under false and unlawful pretenses. And nobody's surprised that the government took land from black people, right? The government in the past has been working with white supremacists, right? It was actually said that it was the government that actually bombed Black Wall Street. At least that's what a lot of people say. Um, because it was like some airplanes that dropped bombs on Black Wall Street, you know. So black people have actually always been attacked. Um, I think it's another city called Rose Creek that was um, destroyed. I mean... All right, so let me get back to the article. The land in the city of Manhattan Beach, which was wrongfully taken from uh, Willa and Charles Bruce, should be returned to their living descendants. The legislation declares, and it is the public interest of the state of California, the county of Los Angeles, the city of Manhattan Beach, and the people of the state of California to do so. Okay, okay. The bill has passed unanimously this month in the state of legislature and includes an urgency clause that all allows Los Angeles County, which currently owns the property, to immediately begin the process of transferring the land. This is very progressive, by the way. And it's something that white progressives don't really do, like, Cause you really don't see or hear progressives like that are not black, right? Doing things for the black community. The black community has kind of been just, I don't know what, how you would say it. I guess um, they're sort of like the community nobody talks about 
but everybody knows that they're like at the bottom. And I've heard some people say that the black people are the labor class now. <clears throat> I don't know. Um, what I would say is what about the other land that's been lost, right? But giving back the beach is a cool thing though. That is a cool thing. Um, let's see. State Senator Stephen Bradford, who authorized the bill, said this is a first step towards correcting the many injustices that continue to hunt the state's and nation's history. Okay. That's cool. That is cool. <clears throat> um, the bill sets the tone for the future of reparations in California, said Bradford, who is a member of California's recently formed reparations task force. If you can inherit, inherit generational wealth, you can inherit generational debt. The city of Manhattan Beach owes a debt to the Bruce family. The state of California owes a debt to the Bruce family and the county of Los Angeles owes a debt to the Bruce family. And our governor today is here to fix his signature to this bill to pay that debt to Bruce's family. To the Bruce family. Um, that's pretty awesome, man. Um, and they're putting in that, they actually said forms, uh, let me see, where is it? Sets the tone for the future of reparations in California. So, that is what the black community has been asking for for the longest now, right? If Gavin Newsom actually passes reparations, the whole black community would get behind him. If he was actually to do such a thing. Um, that also reminds me that the midterms is around the corner. I said the midterms is around the corner. The midterms is around the corner. And the black people haven't actually had any tangibles passed for them yet. No tangibles passed for the black community as of yet. So what does this actually mean? I know the woke community is not gonna vote if they don't have any tangibles passed. So who are the Democrats counting on to vote for them? I'm guessing they're believing the people that voted for President Obama will come out and vote again. That's what I'm guessing. Um, and I suspect they probably will, especially if President Trump actually runs again, or former President Trump um, runs again. Um, know, let me finish this article before I get into talking about who's going to run. The story of Bruce's Beach attracted increasing attention this last year and stirred quite a bit of controversy in the very white city of Manhattan Beach. It didn't used to be white, by the way, 
Black residents to this day make up less than 1% of the population. Some longtime community leaders have pushed back on the notion that people today should be on the hook for injustices committed 100 years ago, while others have called for restitution. And that's crazy to me, right? So many people say they shouldn't be on the hook for what their ancestors did. They shouldn't be on the hook for what their ancestors did. Really. They shouldn't be on the hook for what their ancestors did. But you get to enjoy all the benefits that were stolen from Black people. You get to enjoy the benefits that were stolen. White, <clears throat> white privilege. People talk about socialism, right? White privilege is socialism. Let me say that again. People talk about socialism, but white privilege is socialism. Why? Because you basically get, you get the benefits. You get the job first. Uh, the police don't harass you like they harass black people, right? I mean, you can think of so many different things, right? White privilege helps the white people, the white citizenry of this country. So, yeah, man, yeah. Um, oh, that reminds me. I, not too long ago, I've been seeing um, black politicians or black people that actually work for certain parties. Um, well, in this instant, I'm talking about politicians that work for the Republican Party because they was talking about critical race theory. And basically I've been seeing a lot of people talking about we shouldn't talk about um, critical race theory in school because it hurts and makes white kids feel bad. So we shouldn't talk about critical race theory because it makes white kids feel bad. At least that's what some people are arguing. Okay, so let's get into that, right? So what is critical race theory? In this context, they're actually talking about telling the truth about history. Even though critical race theory is actually like something that is taught at the college level. Um, I don't think... It's exactly the same, like the one that's taught at the college level. I think uh, it's a little bit different from, because it sounds like the Republicans are basically just talking about telling the truth to white kids. It sounds like that's what they're actually uh, talking about. So basically they're saying that teachers shouldn't tell white kids the truth. You shouldn't tell white kids that it was your ancestors that stole land that destroyed cities like Rose Creek, uh, Black Wall Street, other cities. Um, how about uh, what Pitniks actually was for? Why is it called Pitniks? Uh, I could like think of a bunch of stuff, right? Just it's pretty insane to me. Or how about when it comes to the GI Bill? The GI Bill wasn't given to black people, right? 
<clears throat> um, redlining. There are so many things we can think of that has hurt the black community and was done on purpose and hasn't been corrected. So now a lot of people are talking about America's getting ready to fall if it hasn't already fallen, right? Um, a lot of people believe that China is going to become the new number one. Um, and I think there's some truth to that, right? Especially because China has the most people. At the same time, that also reminds me that climate change, and a lot of people say too many people is the, another reason for climate change, or that it adds to climate change. That's why there's actually a group of people that are for depopulating Earth. Um, and a lot of those people are in power, by the way, or in high positions. Um, so yeah, man, it's like, it's insane to me that so many Republicans are against telling the truth. So, okay, put it this way. If we don't teach to kids the truth, right, it's only going to continue what we have right now. And so if we continue with what we have right now, it's almost a guarantee it's going to lead to a civil war. Almost a guarantee. Um, one of the reasons that Japan in the First World War, one of the reasons that they entered into this war, right, that they was in this war, was because of resources. They needed resources. Black people need resources. Eventually, black people probably isn't going to have a choice, right, if things keep trending the way that it's trending. Just think about it. Black people don't really have resources. They are totally dependent on white people. The woke community is trying to change this, by the way. And you will see that the woke community is actually making some moves. So it's pretty insane to me that so many people don't want to tell the truth. And I didn't even bring up slavery yet, right? Because slavery was an issue, right? I could think of so many things. Jim, uh, Jim Crow laws, the black codes. So there are so many things that has been done to the black community. So when I see white people trying to hold the moral ground, it's pretty interesting, like, Either they don't know the history or they kind of okay with it. I could think of the Columbus Day, right? It was basically, oh, that reminds me, um, the coach of the Spurs. Hold on, let me see, can I find, we'll do that after this. We'll do that after this. Hold on, matter of fact, I think I can find it right now. But basically, the coach of the Spurs actually said, Columbus Day was basically the start of a genocide, which I ain't never heard somebody from the NBA, you know, do, right? Um,
Yeah, found it. Let me see. Will this show? Or can you hear it? You mentioned that, but it, it, it made me think a little bit. Of the I think the proclamation was obviously appropriate, important, needed, and all those sorts of things. But um, I'm a little confused about our city and why it's Indigenous Peoples Day slash Columbus Day. Columbus? I mean, he, he initiated a new world genocide. That's what he did. And beginning with him and what he set in motion, what followed, meant the annihilation of every indigenous person in Hispaniola, which was Haiti and the Dominican Republic today. That's what he did. He took slaves. Uh, he, he mutilated. He murdered. Uh, and we're going to they're going to say slash and honor him. Well, you know, I got to give the San Antonio Independent School District a little bit of credit because at least they added Indigenous Peoples Day along with it. And that's a step in the right direction. But what the hell is Alamo Heights thinking? It's Columbus Day. That's why they're off on Monday. You know, maybe there's something I'm missing and I'm ignorant, but it makes me feel like they're living in a phone booth and they're educating our kids. Columbus Day, and we're going to honor that. And it's 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 no knock on Italian Americans. That's a silly argument. You know, it's it's like saying we should be proud of Hitler because we're German. I mean, it makes no sense. It's about Columbus. It's not about Italian Americans. And so there are a lot of states that have come out and scratched the Columbus Day and made it uh, Indigenous Peoples Day. But in our city, are we we're that backward? Do we have school districts that do that? I'm amazed. Just amazed. So hopefully y'all could hear that. I'm going to have to uh, listen to this after to make sure that it uh, played. But <clears throat> Greg Pakovich. I think I said his name right. But yeah, so he basically says, Celebrating Columbus Day is celebrating genocide. That's kind of true. Well, it is true. It ain't kind of true. It is true. And for so long in America, we actually been celebrating genocide, which is interesting, right? So white people, and then Republicans are actually getting mad about this. You're getting mad about people of color not wanting to celebrate genocide. And then Greg Pakovich, he made this um, reference to Hitler. So celebrating Columbus Day is pretty similar to celebrating Hitler. So what if we had a Hitler Day? Is it not the same? Is genocide not genocide? Um. And you can still make the make the um, argument that there's a slow genocide going on in America right now with the the George Floyd incident. That isn't the first time, right? This type of stuff happens all the time in America. 
It's just, it's not always caught. We literally just started catching some of this stuff with our cell phones. As technology advances, I believe even more stuff is going to get caught. So what is actually happening in America? What we do know is that there are a lot of white supremacists that are attacking black people. And it's not always physically. At a lot of these corporations, at the very top of these corporations, you will find at a lot of these corporations, people that are white supremacists. Um, I've always made the reference to, you can look at any company on a stock market exchange or just in the stock market. Um, and you look at their top executives, um, directors, just look who's at the top of the company basically. And you will find there's maybe one, if you can find one, because usually black people are at the bottom to middle. You might have one person at the top, one person uh, at the mid top. When I say top, I'm talking about the executives or board of directors. Um, so yeah, man. So. This is something that's been going on in America for the longest. But let me get back to the article. I haven't even finished the article yet. Hold on. Um, having county and state officials and now the governor take action marks watershed moment for the state and nation. Many say Bruce's Beach could forge a path for those seeking ways to reckon with our country's history of violently dispossessing indigenous people and blocking black people, Japanese Americans, Latinos, and many others from building generational wealth. Newsom flanked by state and county leaders, as well as Man Manhattan Beach, Mayor Heldy Stern, justice advocates and members of the Bruce family made clear his position on the past and future of Bruce Beach. And one thing I like about Gavin Newsom, right? He actually did this, right? And he's actually the first, the first white progressive that I've seen actually do something that was specifically for black people. I don't think I've actually seen any other that I can think of. Uh, I haven't seen any other white progressive do anything for black people i haven't even seen black progressives do anything for <laughs> black people so yeah um congrats to governor newsom who i'm pretty sure is going to run for president on the next go around my question is will he pass reparations who will pass reparations maybe biden will do it right Maybe he's going to make that part of his legacy. I, a lot of people doubt it, put it that way. A lot of people doubt it because a lot of people believe that he's a moderate. <clears throat> and a lot of people, you know, say he advocates for a lot of things that are supported by the other side. I'm not going to get into it, but let's just say a lot of people believe that Biden, President Biden isn't exactly on our side. Um, 
let me finish this article before I get into the other stuff. As governor of California, let me do what apparently Manhattan Beach is unwilling to do. I want to apologize to Bruce's family, said Newsom, who signed the bill before dozens of cameras and handed the pen to Anthony Bruce, whose great-great-grandparents had once owned the land. I really believe this can be chaotic. Did I say that right? Catalytic, that's what it, <laughs> I meant. Uh, Newsom said, what we're doing here today can be done and replicated anywhere else. There's an old adage, once a mind is stretched, it never goes back to its original form. Mm-hmm. The story of Bruce's Beach begins with the Tongva, who roamed, who roamed this windy stretch of coast before George Peck and others staked their claim to it in the early 1900s and developed what is known today as Manhattan Beach. So basically, when I think about this and other instances with land, a lot of Black people been bullied and basically deboed, as we say, in the Black community um, for their land, right? A lot of that stuff has just been taken. And a lot of white people act like it never happened. And it probably is true that some white people don't even realize it, because I'm talking about the younger white people, probably don't even realize what has happened in this country because they're not actually taught this stuff. And even right now, the parents are trying to make sure that their kids don't know about their history. No, we wasn't that bad. No, we wasn't really that bad. Shoot. Let's tell the truth, man. Let's tell the truth. No, we really didn't redline. No. Black people really did get their GI bills. Anyway, by 1912, Willie Bruce had purchased for 1,225 the first of two lots along with Strain between 26 and 27 streets, while her husband Charles worked as a dining car chef on a train running between Salt Lake City and LA. Willie. A willa ran a popular large cafe and dance hall providing black families a way to enjoy a weekend on the coast. Many refer to this era as Bruce's Beach. A few more black families drawn to this new community bought and built their own cottages by the sea. But the Bruce's and their guests faced years of threats and harassment from white neighbors. The Ku Klux Klan purportedly set fire to a mattress under the main deck and torched a black owned home nearby. When racism failed to drive the Bruce Beach community out of town, city officials in 1924 condemned the neighborhood and seized more than two dozen properties through eminent domain. The reason they said was an urgent need for a public park. <laughs> wow, that is crazy to me. If black kids knew how bad that this country has treated them. I wonder would they support some of these white companies like they do? Because there's a lot of young black kids that actually support white supremacy and don't even realize it. Sometimes it's indirectly, but it does happen. 
Well, for decades, the properties sat empty. The Bruce's two oceanfront parcels were transferred to the state in 1948, then to the county in 1995. As for the remaining, uh oh. Sorry, lost my place. Give me a quick second. Almost there. In 1948, then to the county in 1995, as for the remaining lots, city officials eventually turned them into a pretty park overlooking the sea. When LA County Supervisor Janice Hahn realized that the county now owned the parcels where Bruce Resort once stood, she jumped into action. She called the great-great-grandson of Charles and Willie and Willa Bruce and initiated discussions with state lawmakers, county lawyers, and assessors. Hahn called the governor's signature and the unanimous support of the state legislation an important milestone. Now she said it's on the county to get things done. The law was used to steal this property 100 years ago, and the law today will give it back, she said with L.A. County Supervisor Holly Mitchell standing by her side. <clears throat> My goal over the next several months will be to transfer this property in a way that's not only works for the Bruce's family, but is a model that other local governments can follow, she said. Returning Bruce's speech can and should set a precedent for this nation, and I know that all eyes will be on Los Angeles County as this works gets underway. Okay, so she said that this is a model, <clears throat> a model for other local governments. Something I wanna state is that local governments can do more. Local governments can do more especially more than the national government because the national government is thinking of other other races also, like other people. That's a lot of times the reason that they don't actually do anything for black people because black people are a smaller group and so the chances are better if the local government would do more. We have seen that some local governments has passed some sort of reparations, even though a lot of people will say it's not really tangibles, but some local governments have done something that they're calling reparations. Um, So yeah, one option on the table is to transfer land with a ground lease back to the county to continue the lifeguard operations currently on the property and pay market pay fair market rent to the Bruce family. A preliminary report by county staff released this summer laid out the many details that still need to be addressed. Assessing the property's worth, verifying the legal descendants, determining the actual terms of the lease and other technicalities. George, uh, Fathery, a real estate transaction lawyer, 
who represents the Bruce descendants and has been helping them navigate the process. Pro Bono said he's been encouraged by the progress so far, but cautioned that this land transfer needs to be executed flawlessly. His team has been looking into every possible detail that could backfire, as well as any unintended consequences that might make this process vulnerable. To she said, I am empowered to continue that audacious courage as I move forward in helping other black families obtain restorative and reparative justice. For Anthony Bruce, the great, great grandson of Charles and Willa Bruce, the last few months have been a jumble of emotions. What Manhattan Beach did almost a century ago and tore his family apart, Charles and Willa ended up as chefs serving other business owners for the remainder of their lives. His grandmother, Bernard, born a few years after his family had been run out of town, was obsessed with what happened and lived his life, extremely angry at the world. Bruce's father, tormented by his history, had to leave California. And this is only one story, people. There's no telling how many um, pieces of land that was stolen from black families. If this happened in California, there's no telling what was going on in the South. What was all recorded and what wasn't recorded. Today, Bruce has worked as a security supervisor in Florida. He has been painfully painful to talk publicly about the beach that bears his family name, but beach is hardened by the new movement of people calling for justice. He paused reflecting on relief that might finally be within reach. We do thank God because this is something that we've been praying for for decades, he said. Hopefully this is to start the start of a new beginning for us. And there you have it, people. Bruce Beach. All right, uh, that is cool. So, who is running for the presidency in the new uh, election in 20, it ain't the 2028, 2024, I'm pretty sure the Democrats aren't going to push anybody to go against Biden. A lot of people think Biden is only going to run for one term, so maybe Biden won't run again. I don't know. Um, on the Republican side, there's DeSantis, um, who's basically been advocating for a lot of the positions that President Donald Trump was advocating for. And uh, a lot of people say he's a more, um, what's the term, more intellectual form of Donald Trump. Some people say that. I don't know. Um, anyway, so DeSantis, you got President Donald Trump might run again. That scares a lot of liberals, but it is a possibility. Um, who else might run? 
Um, I'm actually advocating for the mayor of Birmingham to run in 2028. I think he should run. I think he would be the, yeah, I think he would be the first mayor of Birmingham to run for president. Um, so yeah, I think that should happen. Uh, let me see who else. Hmm. Gavin Newsom, I know he's probably going to run. I'm almost 99% sure <laughs> uh, Governor Gavin Newsom is going to run unless something happens, you know? Maybe he get in trouble for something, maybe? I don't know. But currently, he definitely looks like a good candidate um, to run. Um, who else would run? That's a good question. Maybe Bernie Sanders would run again. Uh, I think that's possible. I definitely think that's possible. Uh, let me see. 2028, though? It's 2022? Okay, maybe not. Because I think Bernie is like in his 80s, isn't he? I don't know. We'll see. We'll see. Um, who else? Who else? Who else would run? On the Republican side, I can only really think of DeSantis and Donald Trump. Tim Scott might run again. I don't know why he would run, but he probably would run. I don't think the Republicans has ever nominated a black person to run for president. No, not one time. Um, I wonder, is there any Bushes that might run? Um, who else? Who else could run? Maybe, uh, Romney might run again. It's possible. I think that's very possible. Um, And plus, there's no telling who the corporations are going to pit out there. Because a lot of these people, if you don't know, be working for corporations. I'm not mad at them, man. They're just getting their money, right? But at the same time, that definitely screws over the people. So it is what it is. The next question is, will black people vote for the Democrats in the 2022 midterms. Currently, the black people haven't really gotten anything. They got a holiday, um, which is not a tangible. But now that I think about it, President Biden did bring up an executive order. Let me see, can I find it? From my understanding, it wasn't any tangibles. Like he didn't say, how he was going to get a lot of it done. It was just kind of like, we're going to do this, but he didn't say how we was going to do this. And then he started talking about um, diversity. When you bring in diversity, 
that basically means it's happening for other groups also. It's not specifically for black people. That's what diversity means when the Democrats say it. Um, let me see. So, I'm on whitehouse.gov, and it says it's an executive order on White House initiative on advancing educational equity, excellence, and economic opportunity for Black Americans. But from my understanding, they threw in some diversity. Which means it's not specifically for black people. And I haven't actually read it yet. Um, okay, so I do see in here it says barriers to equity in education can compound for black students who are also LGBTQ. Plus students, English language learners, dreamers, and other students with disabilities. So it did bring in other people right there. Uh, black teachers remain significantly underrepresented. Uh -huh. So I'm about to do this on another uh, another show because this is pretty long and I'm not going to go through it all right now. So I'm going to cut it off right here because I got some other stuff I got to get to. And so thank you for joining me and I will talk to y'all next time.